Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Healthy But Human podcast. My name is Callie, and I'm your podcast host. If you are new to the podcast, welcome, my beautiful queen. I'm so excited that you are here and you are listening for the first time. If you are returning, welcome back as well. I'm also so, so excited that you're returning and you're back for more Healthy But Human goodness. So last week, I had a check-in with you guys for the first time ever on the podcast, and if you don't know what my check-ins are on my Instagram stories on every Monday. I post a couple of polls, so little questions to get yourself thinking about how you're feeling, things that would make your day better, if you've moved, if you drink water, all that goodness, just so you can start your day on a good note and be in tune with your body and have some awareness. I find it really helps me to do a little self-check-in, so I wanted to share that with you guys, and you seem to love it, and you loved it on the podcast, so I got lots of awesome feedback, and I really do appreciate when you guys message me and you tag me in your stories. Like It really makes a lot of, I mean, it means the world. I can't even talk. I'm already jumbling on words. It means the world to me. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of that. So we're going to start off today's episode with another check-in and I want you to just quickly ground yourself, turn off your distractions and try to be focused on your body right here, right now. Okay. Take a deep inhale in, exhale out. One more centering breath, breathing in, lots of love, goodness. This is your time. And exhale, release any doubts. Just let them all go, any stress. Awesome. Okay, now I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling? How are you feeling right now? Think about it. Are you feeling high energy? Are you feeling low energy? Are you in a good mood? Are you feeling a little down? Just think about it with literally no judgment. Cool. All right, next question is, what would make my day a little bit better? It could be one thing that you could add to your day, like I'm going to go on a walk. Maybe you're already on a, on a hot girl. I can't, literally can't talk, guys. Maybe you're already on a hot girl walk listening to this podcast. Just think about it. Maybe it's drinking more water, texting a friend. Cool. Okay. Now next question for you is going back to the first question. Why do I feel this way? Did something trigger this feeling? Did you sleep enough last night? Are you on your period? Are you about to get your period? Just think about it. No judgment. Cool. Okay. Next question is have I stood up in the past hour? If you haven't stood up in the past hour, I want you right now just to stand up. If you are driving, obviously don't stand up, (laughs) but move your body, shake out your legs, release some of that tension. Cool. Okay. Now I want you to ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? If you have not drank water, I want you to pause the podcast, go grab yourself a nice glass of water, maybe throw in some lemon juice. I love squeezing lemon in my water. Maybe chop up a little cucumber, a little orange, whatever makes you happy. Just chop it up and put it in your water. And all right, cool. (laughs) Next question. I want you to tell yourself right now, promise to yourself one thing that you are going to accomplish in your day, in the next 24 hours, what is one thing that you are going to accomplish? And I want yourself, want you to tell yourself, I'm holding myself accountable to accomplish, fill in the blank, 
I believe in myself that I can do it. Awesome. I'm holding you accountable too, my queen. Cool. All right. And my final question for you is what is one thing that I can do to make the world a better place today? Maybe it's calling a friend. Maybe it's just texting a friend you haven't talked to in a long time that you miss them, that you, one thing you love about them. Maybe it's complimenting a stranger. Maybe it's just picking up trash. It could be anything, hugging someone. Just think about it. Cool. All right. Well, I hope you liked that little check-in. I hope you're feeling a little bit more motivated. Let's just get this week going on a really good note. I know it's already Wednesday when you're listening to this. So maybe you've already had a weird half of the week, but that's okay. You can always turn things around and make the rest of your week so awesome. So let's do it. Let's make a promise to ourselves right now to make this week, the rest of the week, just so freaking amazing and have that best self energy going into Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Sunday. Cool. All right. You're down. You're down. Awesome. All right. So now we're going to get into the actual episode. And today's episode, I want to answer a few of your questions regarding Pilates, your fitness journey, how to set a workout routine. That's one of the questions I get a lot. So I want to tackle some of your questions. um, And I want to share a little bit of my own fitness journey with you guys. I know I've shared this in like my my first few episodes, but that was so long ago. And I want to share a more updated version of it. And we're going to start with that before I get into your questions. Um, But I hope that my story can inspire you. If you've been feeling a little bit unmotivated recently or you've been nervous to start your journey, I just want to help break down that wall and just make you know, like, everyone starts out as a beginner. Everyone starts from their own place. It doesn't matter where you're starting your journey, but it just matters that you start and you do it for yourself out of love. So I want to share things I've learned along the way and things I wish I hadn't done. So maybe if you are struggling with anything that I struggled with, this can help you. And I'm always here for you too. If you're ever having questions, you need to talk to someone, just I'm one DM away. Hit me up on Instagram. You can DM me at healthy my human pod or I'm sweaty and I know it's whatever works. But yeah. All right. Let's get into this little episode. But first, I want to quickly pop in here, guys, and remind you that if you have been doing my YouTube Pilates workouts for a while and you're like, where did they go? I opened my own Affirmations Pilates Studio online called Sweaty Studio, and I have a free seven-day trial for you to try it out and see if you like it. I'm going to link my studio link in the show notes below. This studio is literally created for you. I asked you guys a bunch of questions about things you'd like in a studio, and I literally really gave it to you. So I have weekly workout schedules I email out to you that are available on the studio at all times. I also have workouts based on levels, based on equipment you have, lengths, and I have workouts based on your cycle. So if you cycle sync or if you have any questions about how to cycle sync, I give you all the resources you need to know about cycle syncing so you can pair your workouts with your energy levels and optimize your workouts so you leave feeling more energized and in a better mood. So you're working with your body instead of against your body. Also, I have weekly live workout classes where we all work out together. It's so fun, like literally the highlight of my week, and I hope it is for you too. But yeah, so we also have some challenges we do, monthly challenges, and all the goods. It's such a fun community, and it's only getting started, so be one of the first to join sweatystudio.com, and you'll get a free seven-day trial on me. All right, let's get back into the episode. Okay, so we're going to start off by talking about my fitness journey. And I want to just start from the very, very beginning of my journey. I was eight years old. I was living in Canada. If you're a Canadian, I lived in Calgary. 
and I started figure skating. So if you don't already know, Canada is obviously very cold and winter sports are so big. And my best friend, Hannah, shout out Hannah, she was signing up for figure skating lessons. And basically I wanted to do everything that Hannah did. So I signed up for figure skating as well. And I absolutely fell in love with skating. Like it became my literal passion. Like I wanted to go to the Olympics. I lived, breathed everything skating. I would skate for I don't even know how many hours a day and then I would go home and do off-ice conditioning which is just like workouts to help my strength and improve my training and my skating so that was my life and so basically fast forward a little bit I moved to Houston I was 10 years old I was still skating and I was like in I was so invested in it like you guys, I skated before school. I skated after school. I would work out so much. I would do so much. Like I genuinely don't think I thought about anything else besides skating. And it got really difficult for me because I started growing a lot. And what happened is I got this thing called Osgood Slaughters in my knees, which basically is, I think it's when your bones are going faster than your muscles. So it puts a lot of strain on your muscles. And as a result, basically like I have these bumps in my knees, right below my kneecap. And that's from Osgood Slaughter. So I had a ton of pain in my knees and I started getting tendonitis in my feet and my ankles. Like it was really, really bad. And a lot of the training that you do as a figure skater is jumping off the ice because you're jumping on the ice. Like that's the thing. You do a bunch of the jumps off ice to learn them prior to going on the ice. Fun fact. And I was doing a ton of this stuff and it was just making all of my injuries 10 times worse. I was having to take so much time off from skating. It was so difficult for me because obviously skating was my literal passion and I couldn't do it. So I was 15 at the time. So like we're fast forwarding through it. It was a large chunk of my, of my life. And my mom was like, Hey Callie, I found this new fitness style called bar, bar fitness, pure bar. It is a combination of bar, um, not bar, Pilates, yoga, and ballet. So you're too young for the studio. You're only 15. But they told us that like they'd make an exception. I just have to sign up for them and you can take class. What do you think? It was a low impact workout and I was like, you know what? Honestly, like I will do anything, anything at all. And I remember I tried bar for the first time. And I fell in love. It was so fun. Like so much fun. Think small movements match to the beat of music. If you do my workouts, you're probably like, it kind of sounds like your workouts. Yeah. So we'll get to that point. We'll get to that part. And basically, guys, it was so funny. Like this is just like a little tidbit of fun fact. (laughs) I remember when I was 15, I had this boy. I had my first boyfriend and I would be like there was a strict rule in the studio where you could not have your phone like you'd have to put your phone away which makes total sense and I would literally be on my phone doing abs texting my boyfriend during the middle of class like I honestly don't know how I didn't get kicked out of bar but yeah so that was that was my first time I got into bar fitness and basically I was able to start skating again and I was doing the high intensity workouts along with bar but fast forward even more I get to my junior year of high school I'd moved from Houston to Pittsburgh I move a lot by the way so I moved to Pittsburgh and 
I suddenly started to not be as invested in figure skating. I realized I wanted to have more of a social life. I started doing sheer. Um, I wanted to have friends and I wanted to have experiences. Like when you skate, it's like a full-time job. I was at the rink all the time. I didn't really have a big social life outside of the ice rink. And I realized my junior, junior year, like I wanted that. So I remember I kind of slowed down skating. I was in a weird place mentally too because I had moved and I went through a lot. I remember I had my first breakup ever when I was, I think I was 17 and it was really difficult for me on top of moving, having no friends. I was bullied a lot at school and as a result, I struggled with depression and during this time of my life, I made a lot of really not so great choices. I started drinking a lot. I started vaping and I also started to do fad diets. I became really obsessed with looking a certain way, fitting a mold, fitting in. And I went through puberty a little bit later. So I think it was like 16 when I got my period. So I would, I kind of was going through, no, I was going through puberty when I was 17. So my body was really changing. I gained a lot of weight and I just was not confident. I felt really insecure in myself. And yeah, so I remember one time at the rink, I was still skating, but just not as much. I wanted to compete again. I hadn't been competing. And I asked my coach, I was like, hey, can I compete? And she said to me, yes, if you lose weight. So I was already struggling a lot with my in, with my insecurities and my confidence. I was going to the gym a lot, doing weightlifting workouts, a ton of cardio, you guys. So, so much cardio. And I was just trying a bunch of fat diets, like juice cleanses. I was I tried just all sorts of things. I tried to just cut out sugar. I tried to lower my carbs. Like I just did a lot of those really intense fat diets. I'd count my calories. Like it was pretty intense. And basically during this time, my re- fitness really my relationship with fitness was pretty toxic, and I didn't really realize it until now. <laughs> now that I'm very much aware of what it is, what it's like to have an intuitive lifestyle, which I didn't have at the time. It was very, very, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to follow what everyone else is doing so I can fit a mold kind of thing. So anyway, I went to college. I went to University of Miami and these habits continued. I mean, Miami is a pretty tough place. Like if you have ever been there or live there, you probably know like the scene. Everyone in quotations looks perfect. I mean, everyone looks like they have their life together. Everyone is bikini body ready 24-7. Like it feels that way. At least in college it did. So I was very insecure in college and I would go still go to the gym all the time. I would do cardio and weightlifting and do fat diets. I started dating this guy and we did keto together one summer and it literally messed up my stomach so, so bad. I think I gave myself like, I don't know if you can give yourself IBS, but I swear I like had it. I don't even know. My stomach was really messed up for a while from doing keto. And I eventually got to this point, it was my junior year of college, right before COVID happened, that I had a mental breakdown because I was counting my calories and I had 300 calories left and I had a cookie and I was like, or no, I wanted a cookie, but I was, I remember calling the place and I was like, how many calories in your cookie? And they didn't tell me and I got really upset 
You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love love, especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice, and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Cali at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Cali for 15% off today. And start crying and the guy I was dating was like, this is not healthy. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So I stopped counting calories then and there. And that's when I started doing intuitive eating. 
But I'm going to backtrack a tiny bit because I totally skipped an entire part of the story, which is when I became a fitness instructor. So my sophomore year of college, I became a pure bar instructor. I went through a pretty intense training. I went to Denver and got certified to teach all three classes, class styles. So if you've done pure bar, I can teach classic and power and reform. And I fell in love with teaching. I actually was not very good at teaching at first. I remember my first observation, the owner of the studio was like, yeah, you really need to improve. And I started blowing my eyes out because I was trying so hard and it just was not coming naturally to me. But it's funny because at one point it just clicked and I fell in love with teaching and like, I can't even imagine not feeling comfortable teaching because I just love it so much and it's so second nature to me but I remember it was just the hardest thing ever to me and it was so stressful and I was like I can never do this like I don't know why I wanted to be an instructor but yeah look look at me now like I love it so anyway if you are feeling like you're struggling with something and it's not coming naturally just give it time give it like three months that was my benchmark was three months and everything clicked and I got really comfortable and had so much fun doing it so yeah after it was like right before COVID happened and I one of my friends she started working at this reformer Pilates studio in Miami and she was like hey they're hiring reformer Pilates instructors do you want to do it and I was like yeah I'm so down so I got certified to teach Pilates right before COVID happened like I just gotten certified and then all the studios shut down so I hadn't even taught my own like my own class in person which was actually kind of interesting. So I was thrown right into teaching these online Pilates classes because, you guys, because Pure Bar was doing online classes already and this Pilates studio, they'd never done, like, the online stuff. So they... So, like, okay, how do I explain this? Oh, you know what? No, this is what it was. I'm backtracking. So because the reformer... The studio was reformer Pilates the instructors there didn't really know how to teach mat pilates that well but but i knew how to teach bar which was kind of similar to mat pilates so the owner was like hey callie like would you want to teach these online classes for us even though i'd never taught an in-person class for them this is so crazy and i was like yeah i'm so down so i was teaching online pure bar and online pilates and i started teaching my own own pilates style on my page so i had a blog at the time it was health and wellness um, health and wellness Instagram and I had a website I'm sweaty I know it. it's the same name and I started teaching workouts I was like why not I started posting work posting TikTok workout videos and they started popping off so that's how I started getting on social media for fitness and creating my own technique of Pilates I meshed bar Pilates and affirmations together that's why I was going with the story earlier because I count to the beat of the music and there is some bar movements in it, if you haven't noticed already. But yeah, so that was kind of how I got into teaching. But I want to get back onto my actual eating and fitness habits. So basically, my eating habits, it was during that summer I started looking at TikTok a lot and seeing a bunch of videos about intuitive eating. And I was like, what's that? And I looked more into it and I started to really try to do intuitive eating. I was cooking a lot more recipes and I started to listen to my body. I started to realize that I felt so much better when I would just listen to my hunger cues and when I would eat food based on my cravings. So I'd like be craving avocados, which means I needed more healthy fats. I'd add more healthy fats to my diet and it just made health so simple for me and it just wasn't this whole stressful thing. So that was really how I healed that portion of my life with counting calories. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you guys, like food is still something that is not easy for me. 
I think when you have a background of toxic eating habits and dieting, it is tough to just get rid of those thoughts forever. I mean, they live in the back of your mind. So that's definitely something I struggle with sometimes and it comes up. But like, I definitely am proud of myself for how far I've come. So just remember, like, you don't have to be perfect. Like, in your journey, you don't have to just have it all together. That's that's just not how it is. We're humans. Like, we are always evolving and growing and healing. And it's not linear. Like, you're going to have days where you dip back to kind of how you felt before. And then you're going to have days when you just feel like you're on top of the world. So don't be hard on yourself if you're not always this perfect, healthy person. Like, that's just not realistic. And also, you don't always have to be healthy. Like, eating quote unquote perfectly or always working out like maybe you're prioritizing being more social and going out and having fun with your friends like that that's also healthy in a different way healthy for your mental health so that was a little just like a little side note but that's kind of how I, I improved my food so in terms of my actual fitness though during COVID I realized how much I love doing these low impact workouts I mean I learned that during figure skating but I really realized how much my body was responding to not going to the gym. <laughs> I was going to the gym prior to COVID a lot, still in weightlifting and all that jazz. And I realized how much more I liked it and how much better I felt. So I started doing more of low impact workouts. And now I only do low impact workouts. Sometimes I'll do reformer Pilates because I want more of that so like that strength training feel. But for the majority of time, I just do my own Matt Pilates and I just, I love it and I want to do it. It's fun for me. So if you're thinking about starting your fitness journey and you're just not sure what kind of workouts to do, how much to do, or yeah, what kind of workouts and how much to do and where to start, I would just say try different styles of workout classes and see how your body feels after each one. My body literally craves Pilates. Like it sounds very strange, but it does. And that's when you know a workout type is right for you is when your body leaves feeling so energized, so good, and you feel so happy. Like those endorphins are just out of control. Amazing. I would leave the gym feeling exhausted, bloated, not happy with myself. And that wasn't right for me. I mean, weightlifting can be perfect for people, but for me, it just wasn't right. So that's my best tips on terms of like starting your fitness journey. It shouldn't be difficult. And like how much to do, I would listen to your energy levels each day. Like we're changing every day. Sometimes you're going to wake up with more energy than other days. I mean, there's just so much that goes into our energy, right? Like you just have to listen to yourself and think, okay, I'm low energy today. I'm going to do a little bit of a chiller workout. Maybe not so long. Pair the workouts with what you're feeling. I promise that's intuitive exercise and it is a game changer and it helps you avoid burnout because you're not overexerting yourself in a negative way. You're not forcing yourself to do things when your body genuinely should not be doing them. Cool? Yeah. <laughs> so that is my fitness journey and I am seriously growing every single day. Like I still have my ups and downs. I still have my struggles, but I do really try to just do things that make me feel happy and really boost my mental health. I've been working out for so long now and I've kind of gotten to the point where it's like not even about aesthetic reasons for me. I realized that 
truly fitness is so much more than about looking a certain way it's about how you're feeling it makes you feel so empowered so confident and just so much happier it's crazy and as someone who struggles with anxiety on the daily I've truly noticed a huge difference when I do a workout versus when I don't in my just anxiety levels even going on walks like today I didn't go on a walk first thing in the morning and I was feeling a lot of anxiety I was having a really tough morning I couldn't get myself to work it was just really hard And then I went on a walk and everything turned around. So movement is really powerful. And I hope that if you're feeling a little bit unmotivated to start, like hearing me say that will help you because you don't have to have everything together when you start your fitness journey. I mean, I still feel like I don't always have it together. You just have to do things that make you feel amazing and that are going to bring you that best self-energy now and in the future. So seriously, simplify it and just start. Just press play on the video. Just put on your shoes and get outside. Like you don't have to go on a five-hour walk. You don't have to go on a two-hour workout. You can do 10 minutes of something just to start. I promise. Okay, so for the remainder of this little podcast episode, I want to answer just a few questions. So the first one that you guys have asked me, do you have to be sore in order for it to be a good workout? My answer for you is no. So for me at this point, I've been doing Pilates for a couple years now and I don't really get that sore because my body has adapted to it and gotten pretty used to it. So I know there's so much more science that goes behind being sore, but just free, just so you know, like you don't have to be sore to be getting stronger. Every single time you're working out, your muscles are basically what happens is they mildly tear like a tiny bit. And then your muscles, as you're recovering, the, the point of having a recovery time is so that your mus- your body can heal and repair itself. And you actually are, when you, your body repairs your muscles, it repairs your muscles and you're actually stronger than before. So like, that's the whole point of it. And basically know that like soreness does not equate to it working. Cool. <laughs> I keep saying cool. That's, I don't know why I keep saying cool today, but that's the thing is like you can be getting stronger and you don't have to be sore your body's going to adjust and also too it's like if you start a new workout it's new muscle groups that are being used so you might feel a little bit more sore at first but I promise the more you do it the more your body's gonna get used to it and it's still a good workout regardless okay this is an awesome question how did you find keeping active while in school and college so definitely one being gentle with myself if I have a crazy busy day and I can't fit it in my schedule like don't be mean but also at the same time don't slack so like if you know that a fitness that a workout's gonna make you feel happier and have a better day and you have time add it to your calendar in advance so I definitely recommend putting your workouts in your calendar on Sundays adding alerts even if it's not like a class maybe if you're doing one of my workouts just add an alert say Pilates for when you're in a funk set the alert for 15 minutes before and make yourself show up the first time is going to be the hardest getting yourself to do it but I promise when you do it a few days in a row you're going to get in a routine pretty quickly and it's going to become second nature and once again like if you feel like you're super busy you can do shorter workouts do like 15 minute workouts do 30 minute workouts just find a time or what's the word you don't have to do two hour workouts just make it work for the amount of time that you have okay awesome okay next question is what other exercise do you do outside of Pilates to stay fit 
So I primarily do Pilates, like I said, but sometimes I will go to this awesome yoga studio in New York City called Y7 when I'm visiting New York. I love it. It's so intense and it's like hot yoga. I love hot yoga. I'll do it like once a month. I love a good sweat. And I also do walks. I walk every day. I have a dog, so I kind of have to walk and it's great. It's like motivating me. I have to go outside and I'll walk for like 30 minutes to an hour. And typically I'll listen to a podcast or I'll play music. And that's just really a great pairing for me with Pilates. And if I'm feeling it, like I'll run. If I really need to like let out some steam or I have a ton of energy, I'll go on a run and blast music and it's so fun. I used to be a big dance cardio gal and I kind of want to get back into it. So I don't know. I used to do Megan Roop's dance cardio classes, but I'm kind of wanting to find like, I saw this guy on TikTok and his dance cardio looks so fun. So I'm going to, I might try that. I kind of want to like add some dancing into my routine, but yeah, that's what I do. Once again, just do what makes you feel happy. Okay. Last question is sometimes ab moves really kill my hip flexors. How do I avoid this? Okay, so this question is awesome. This is like a little form question for you. And my best advice is take a slight bend in your knees on the ab movement. So like if your legs are in the air, slightly bend your knees. If you're on your forearms, your legs on the diagonal, which we do a lot, bend your knees. It'll take the pressure off your hip flexors. You can also lift your legs a little bit higher. So don't lower them quite as low and then your hip flexors won't be doing quite as much work. Okay, well, I really hoped you loved this episode. I hope you loved my journey and I hope it inspired you to start your journey or to keep on crushing it and keep on going. Make sure you tag me in your stories listening to this episode, A Healthy But Human Pod. And if you love this podcast and you're feeling nice, leave a five-star review. It really helps the podcast grow and reach more people, which is the goal because I want to spread more love into the world and share more amazing things about Pilates and becoming the best balanced version of yourself possible, you know? All right. Well, have the best day, my gorgeous queen. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week. Have the best day and stay sweaty. Bye.